Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We have games. We play games. All the games people play now. When they call Bradley J now. You listen what they say now. They can be clean or mean. Don't while away the hours in your ivory towers. Call up in the morning hours to be a part of the team. Yeah. La da 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 da. La da 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 dee. Talking about you and me and calling Bradley J. J Talking with Bradley J. WBZ News Radio 1030. WBZ, it's a. It's possible that this segment may save at least one life. Susan Flint's son was killed. Yes. Susan's with us, and as you listen to this, I want you to think about this segment every time you get in the car. Every time. I want you to never, ever, ever, ever drive drunk or even buzzed. And after you listen to this, you'll be more likely to be able to follow that rule. And also... I want you to think about getting registered to be an organ donor because it's important. All of this will become clear. It'll become clear why I'm telling you all this as we talk to Susan Flint. Susan. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us, you know, start to tell us the story. And I have a lot of questions for you. Okay, good. Um, okay, on December 15th, just 10 days before Christmas, my 21-year-old son, Lucas, was walking home from the Braintree Tea on his way home from work from Laugh Boston, and he had probably a three-mile walk, and he was struck by a vehicle, a drunk driver, who did not stop, just kept going, and left him in the road. Where do you and live, he was, uh, Where? Braintree. Okay, you're in Braintree. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about is it registerme.org, correct? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna give that out a lot during this segment. Registerme.org is where you go to sign up to be an organ donor. You'll understand why, but remember that registerme.org. So mm-hmm. your son was killed. First we're gonna we're gonna find out all about your son, Lucas. Tell me about Lucas. Okay, Lucas, like I said, he was twenty one. He was a junior at Emerson College very involved. Um, he was a media film arts student and he, he was, he was a good kid. He was, he, he brought home great grades. He was very focused. He knew what he wanted to do with his life. He knew, he knew he wanted to go to California and work in the industry behind the scenes. And he worked on that from, from the time he was about 10 years old. He knew he wanted to go to Emerson when he was nine. He was very focused um, he volunteered at WERS, the radio station over there, since he was in high school. How did he c- come? To, how did he know so early what he wanted to do? Do you remember when that happened? It, it was like a savant thing, honestly. I don't know where it came from. He just he just had really enormous recall for what movie it was, who made it. He could tell you production companies, directors. 
everything, everything from like behind the scenes, more so than actors, who was in it, who was that. He was very hands-on and behind the scenes. And he, and he, he volunteered knew, at Emerson, the radio station, since he was nine? The radio station. No, since he was um, about 15. 15, okay. Because we kind of thought it might help him get into Emerson if he volunteered over there. I guess it did, and it worked right? Out he, beautiful. He, yeah. And yeah, he lived at and, he lived at home for a while. He was living at Emerson, then he moved home. Yeah, he lived at Emerson his first two years, and um, then he moved home because his plan was to go to California first semester of his senior year, which would be this coming September. So he stayed home to save some money, and. Um, he applied to get into the Emerson ELA program, their, their campus over in, in Los Angeles. And uh, he applied, and the acceptance letter was released on the 19th, one day after he passed away. So he never knew that he got in. His room I was knew like he a, was going to get in. You, you mentioned that his room had lots of movie paraphernalia. It was like a video store. <laughs> yes, it is. Movie posters. Uh, three shelves filled with DVDs, like a little blockbuster. <laughs> Do you happen to know who his, what, it, what his favorite, some of his favorite movies were? Some of his favorites, oh my goodness, his absolute favorite of all time, ironically, is Gremlins. It's like a ridiculous movie, but he, he hated it when he was little. He was frightened of it, and he grew to love it, and that was his favorite. But he was very into Twin Peaks. And David Lynch was a biggie, and he, the Criterion Collection, a lot of things that I'm not even familiar with. But he, he had a range, and I had mentioned before, he, he was a member at the Brattle. He was very active in he, going to the Brattle. A member, and wow. That, and he even had, a, you told well, me he had a seat of his own. Well, I just got him the seat. He didn't know I got him a seat. I, I got see. it after he passed away. I see. But my plan was to get him a seat before he moved off to California because he loved the Brattle. And but you... he liked that place because they would show like a, a genre of sorts where it went from black and white to something very current. And he loved that. He just loved the whole process of how, how things were made years ago and how they're made now. Seems like Lucas was a self-sufficient guy. He, he didn't, Very. He, we didn't depend on a lot of people for stuff, right? No, and probably latchkey kid early. <laughs> it was me and him. And I, he, he was kind of forced to be very responsible and self-sufficient. And it worked out well. He, didn't, he, he did didn't not drink. Disappoint. He did not smoke. He was a clean-cut kid. He was a... He'd, he'd be mad at me, but he was... In a good way, a nerd. He really was. He was just, he was easy. He didn't give me any trouble. I did find out last week that he did have a glass of wine. I never knew that. How'd you find that out? One of my relatives who drank it with him. Wow. It, was, it was like a celebration of sorts that I wasn't at. Oh. And I don't think he even liked it. Okay. So you, you, before the break, it's pretty clear that you had a special relationship with him diff different than I think most parents have. A, yeah. you, you, you weren't able to be friends, but you were also a parent. <clears throat> a lot of people are not able to do that. You seem to do it. Yes. I, I still had, um, I had the control and the authority to be a parent, but yes, we, were, we, we went to concerts together. We went to shows together. 
but we gave each other our own space as well. So and your husband had gone away, and he was pretty much all you had. Yes, they have. They had a good phone relationship, and um, so they had a good emotional relationship. He was just he lived far away. And Susan, can you tell me what happened on December fifteenth, twenty eighteen? I excuse me. Yep. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Um, at about twelve thirty. From what I understand, I was I was notified at about one thirty, but at about twelve thirty, he was walking home from the tea. Like I said, it's probably a three mile walk, but it was a night probably it was a strange night in December. It was not cold, but it was drizzly like this, and um, he was walking. It's a straight shot. He was just walking in an area where there's a full sidewalk for miles and miles, and then 500 yards is no sidewalk, and then it picks up to having sidewalk again. I'm working on that, <laughs> having that sidewalk fixed. Um, a drunk driver went up on the curb and hit him and drove away. Does the alleged perpetrator acknowledge that they did it and that they were drunk? No. Verbally, no. Um, Mm, no. So is he, is the perpetrator disputing the, those two facts? Uh, that I don't know. Okay. The court will start probably in August. Okay. I was just curious on that. Yeah. So yeah. This... Now, if this is a tough part, take me through mm -hmm. that night and the next three days. Five days. Five days. Um. Well, that night I was... The, the police called me, and they said, you have to get to South Shore Hospital. Your son has been in an, uh, an accident, which I've been told, don't ever call it an accident, because it wasn't an accident. It was a crash. Um, so I went to South Shore Hospital, and I immediately got there, and they pulled me aside, and they said, we're not equipped for this, this severe head trauma, which I didn't know that's what I was walking into. Severe head trauma. So we were uh, med flight ambulanced over to Brigham and Women's to the eighth floor to the head trauma center. And he was on, put on virtually life support at that time, even though I didn't believe it was really happening. But that's how the 15th was. And the 16th and the 17th, it was um, becoming more clear that that it was only going to progress and get worse. And then they finally told me and my, my ex-husband that um, he would never be able to walk or talk again, that he would never be the same as he was. And his head trauma was that bad. And he was having problems breathing on his own. And um, we had to make some decisions. And that's when I spoke to somebody in that in that center in that trauma unit about new england donor services had a representative up there and they came to me and told me he was already on the registry he had registered so, himself himself because he did not drive a car he did not have a license but he did have a state id and he is it, i have since gotten a letter saying that he registered at the department of motor vehicles so I did not bring him for that. He just did it by himself. I was always a donor. 
I know in the past he asked me about the little red heart on my license. And it was a conversation, but it was nothing major. But he chose to do it without me. So as soon as I knew that, I knew that was what his wish would be. So we decided together to sign all the paperwork saying if he cannot breathe on his own and he can't live the way he was going to live, then we would look into that. And he's, his organs saved five people? Five. Five. Someone got his heart. Someone got his liver. Another one got his left lung. And then two others got both his kidneys. So again, folks, please consider registering with registerme.org, correct? Yes. You can do that yes, online. New England, don- New England Donor Services out of Waltham. Registerme.org. And you can do that online, and it doesn't take very long. And you can also do it no. when you get your license, right? Yes, and when you renew it. And when you renew it, it, it it's no... It's no it doesn't take anything away from you to do it, but it's a tremendous gift. It's, it's almost criminal not to do it. it. It's exactly that, because it's free. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Even when you have to worry about it, you're not the one worrying about it. Your family is, but you're not. You know what I mean? Tell me about the, the month. Well, it's, it's pretty recent, but the month or so after the, the immediate aftermath. You mentioned to me earlier that his Lucas dad had guilt. He felt bad. How come? Uh, um, well, I think he has guilt. I don't. I, that's the vibe I get, and not that he should. He shouldn't by any means. Just the fact that he lives so far away. At least I was with him. I was with Lucas that afternoon. I dropped him off at the tea for him to go to a movie and then go to work, and we laughed in the car. So my last, my last memory with him is that we were laughing in the car and i'm sure his dad's last memory was that they would they spoke on the phone and everything was fine but i would i would i'm assuming i guess that he has guilt but i think it's harder for him because he didn't spend the day to day like i did with them and it's been well six months can you talk yeah, about the journey from yesterday. from that then to now? It's been six months. It's not very long. It can, is not can you tell long about at all. like at which points you felt which ways that do you, have you recovered at all, or is it still pretty much the same pain wise? Uh, pain wise, uh, yeah. It sometimes it feels worse because it's 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 hit that reality point. Like for a, for a long time, it's it feels like a dream a little bit. And of course, you have to remember, I left the hospital. He went into donation surgery on the 20th at 3 in the morning. Like, we got there on the 15th. On the 20th, that's when he went in for surgery, and I came home that day. And five days later was Christmas Day. It was not a good time. It wouldn't have been a good time if it was any time, but it was just a really tough time because it was Christmas. Have you, uh, have you, well, are you bitter? I'm furious, I'm bitter. Yeah, I suppose there's a lot of that in there, but I'm furious because, um, long story short, 
It was senseless. It was completely senseless. Uh, it was a series of poor judgment made by someone who broke all the rules and had no regard for human life. To drive away and leave someone in the street. There is no way you can't know that you hit somebody who was 188 pounds and just drive away. That, that's the part that bothers me the most. Does the organ donation give you comfort? I'm sure it does. How much comfort? How significant is that comfort? Um, it, it, it gives me purpose. It makes me know that he's still, part of him is still around, even though he's not, but at least he's not gone. He helped five people. That, that makes me very proud. Are you allowed to ever meet, meet these people? I am allowed. I hope I do. I've already written, and I have already received a very general thank you, very, very gracious thank you, from one, one of the recipients, and she wrote it in January. Wow. So she didn't, she didn't know anything about my boy. She didn't know if it was a man or a woman or a child or an adult. Or a, so she just wrote to say thank you. And um, it was very general, but it was very early on. If the surgery was in December 20th, and I got a, and she wrote a note in January, that made me feel good because she must be feeling pretty good. It is interesting that they give the donors the information of the recipient about the recipient, or at least the recipient's family. Oh well, she wrote this letter, and I didn't get it until after I wrote my letter. So that's how it works. Like, works. You have to reach out first. I, th I think that's the way they like it. I don't know if it's um, a concrete rule, but that's the way it was because I reached out to them, and then suddenly I got, they sent me her letter, which I, apparently they've been holding on to. Does it, it must bother you that as much pain as you, you went through, you, you know that it happens and it's going to happen over and over again. That's got to be it's just so frustrating. This situation? Yes. Drunk people like are being the, killed the, the by drunk, drunk drivers. Yeah. If you, I don't know, maybe I just focus on it a lot now. It happens once a week. And it, it's infuriating because there's, it's just so um, horrific, avoidable. And it's, it's just, and it happens literally once a week. Not only drunk driving, but driving away. And not not even taking responsibility for it. And, right. um, what do you what do you do to? I don't mean to take your mind off it, but activities no. activities that help you get through the day. What do you do? Um, well, I, I took a month off of work, and uh, it, that and I I had to go back. I was getting a little cuckoo walking around the house. I just, I would just get angrier as the day went on. Yeah, being. Being in the house with no distraction, just I, it, I just thought too much. And um, work is a good distraction. So, and I work with great people. You work so at the post office. Like I do, but I've been there a long time, so I work with a bunch of friends. Good. So I'm lucky that way. At least I go in and there's, there's friendly faces. It's not like I'm just... I'm not in an un unpleasant environment, right. you Some, know? Sometimes when people 
experience tragedy. Other people are afraid to hang around with them. They get weird. In other cases, people do, you know, are supportive. How, how did that work out for you? Um, the support that I've gotten has been unbelievable, especially through my work friends and um, my employers. But um, it, I work customer service in the whole community that I, that I wait on every single day for the past 30 years have been absolutely wonderful. All right, we're going to take a break. Wonder we're going to, I'm sorry, unless, okay, no, we're going to take a break and talk about what you have done since to make sure that people get registered to be organ donors. It's, it's you know, I don't like to say silver lining, but, it's something positive that's come out of this, and it's probably healthy for you to do, and it's, it's making a difference, and it's very interesting what you've done and how you've done it, and we're going to get to all that coming up on WBZ. Jay talking. We could talk forever. Talk. Talking. We got to talk. WBZ News Radio 1030. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Get that finger out of your ear. You don't know where that finger's been. What's that? A radio? Radio? It's a radio for speaking. This is Radio Bradley. And it's within my reach. Bradley J. J. Talking. WBZ News Radio 1030. You are J. Talking. We continue with Susan Flint, who lost her son to an alleged drunk driver. And uh, she has lived through a lot. It's been six months, and she's impressed a lot of people. People, people I know, Susan, say that you're a very, very special person. You know that. I just, well. Now, John. Well, I Gra loved him, so I will do anything for him. Now you know John Graham. John Graham. Yeah, I do. John Graham is a guy. Let me tell the folks who he is. I've known John yeah. Graham. I think since back when I. I think when I worked at Fridays, I mean, it's it's, it's very fuzzy back then just because it's so long. I used to work at TGI Fridays in Exeter Street, and wow. I think he lived nearby, and I think I know him from way back then. We're talking 80-something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, throughout the years, I see him, see him time and, you know, every once in a while, but more recently, he's been, he seems to know everyone, everyone, everyone. He and he is very good at understanding what would be good on the program and suggesting guests to me. And he suggested, you know, he turned me on to your situation. So how do you know John? I know John through um, another person you know, Don Bertolino. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. And he goes with my sister, Jane, Jane okay. Murphy. Right, right. So Don Bertolino worked for Charles Lacordera. Just yes. I can say that because everybody knows Charles Lacordera. Don Bertolino was a producer for a bunch of years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I got a handle so on he it. Was, he was Lucas's, his, his funkle, his fake uncle. 
So Lucas thought Donnie was terrific. Donnie is terrific and funny. He is. He is very funny. So that's how you also know Renee Green, correct? I just recently met Renee, maybe a little over a year ago, at one of her 360 parties. Okay. Now, Renee Green is somebody I've known for a gazillion years, too, because I worked with her at WBCN, and that's why I feel comfortable mentioning a name you don't know, because you know the place she worked. She was a go-getter, always uh, very, very much an adventurer. I actually went on a trip. I went on a trip with her, and I didn't even tell her where we were going. That's how much of an adventurer... We were. She thought she was going one place. We got to the airport, and I said, "You know what? We're not going there. We're going somewhere else." And she was like, "Okay." And she also reached out and said that you were a very special person. Oh, that's sweet. So you must have something. Well, she's she's great. You must have something going on. She has a a magazine. Um, it's like a women's. It it was a a three sixty party. It was all about um women in different arrays of business and is it called her 360 yeah something like that something like that i went to a function it was very good i enjoyed it so you have you at some point after this horrific incident decided that the organ donorship was a big deal and that this Mm -hmm. you're going to make a difference in this area and so you started up a gofundme page to fund a billboard. So let's spend some time with that. At what point did you get this idea and what made you think, I can actually do this? Did somebody encourage you? I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. When I went back to work, I went in to see all my work friends and nothing like this has ever happened at my workplace before. So this was all new and we've known each other for 30 years. So I went in there a day before I actually went into work and just to meet and greet everybody and you know, let everybody say what they had to say and have me say what I had to say. And one of my friends said, you know, this is awful and things like this shouldn't happen. You need a billboard to say just how wrong this is. And, you and said, I heard him say it. Yeah. And I said, I know where there's a billboard and it's right on the same street as where this crash happened. What street was that, and by the way? Washington Street, okay. Route 37 in Braintree. Okay. And so you, thought, actually, mm-hmm. you thought, I could actually do this? Or you looked into how it worked? Did someone help you with it? How did that go? I left work and I drove directly to the billboard, took a few pitches, called the company that, that was logoed on the billboard. I called them. I told them my idea. And then I called New England Donor Services to make sure it was okay to use their, their logo and everybody was on board, and we took it from there. And my, my other sister, Christine, has had the right contacts. She's in a different business, and she had the right contacts to have a whole, you know, template made up of what the billboard should look like. And Ah, so you knew just, somebody in the, in, the, in the image business that could help put that together. My sister did. Yeah. Wow. That's... And ironically, the man who owned the business went to Emerson College, so. You mean the, like the, the billboard? Person. Oh, the, the person that does the images. The man who, did, the man who owns the graphic company. Okay. And he too went to Emerson. Okay. So how long did all this take from the idea uh, to getting it up? The idea started in January, and it went up in March. Okay. 
And, and how much did it cost? And how long did it take to raise the money? Um, actually, I did it myself. I did not look for money for it. I was doing it myself. I'm like, I'm going to do it for as long as I can do it. And it's $500. Now I'm so confused with stuff. $500 okay. a month. Okay. But you do it in six month incre- uh, six month in- increments, so it's three thousand dollars. So I did it for two cycles, and then a man who is one of my customers at work works at New England Donor Services, and he set up the GoFundMe for for me. Okay. And um, and it's strictly for the billboard. And so it's paid for a till when. Till, till December. Right now it's paid in full till February, but I have money from the GoFundMe page. It will run till next August. Wow. I'm curious. As long they, as they have the availability. It's $3,000, basically it's, three, it's 500 a month, so it's mm-hmm. 3000 for six months. Six months, yep. Is that a normal price for a billboard or do they give you a break? Is it? No, I, well, it's a Braintree, it's a local yokel billboard. Okay. You know what I mean? It's not on the expressway. I thought it would, I'm afraid to say, I thought it was going to be more expensive, but um, I think because it's just a local one. Wow, that's cool. And, um, uh, all right. Yeah, so, and, and if, it's right where I grew up, and it's right next to the registry. What does the billboard actually say, Susan? The billboard has a picture of Lucas, and with his birthday and his death day, and it says, one life taken, five lives saved, be a hero, be an organ donor, registerme.org. And, folks, if you listen to this live or if you listen to this on the podcast, and, and you're probably thinking, you know, what a brave person Susan is, you're thinking, what can, what can I do? Well, it's quite simple. It's very easy, the thing that you have to do, and that is register to be an organ donor. It it takes nothing, and it's extremely important. It, it's it's sad. It would be very sad if you didn't do it. And that's how you can help Susan. True. Now, and, and just for the record, the, the, the same image as the billboard is now playing until November before every movie at four select theaters on the South Shore. Wow. That's excellent. Because he loved the movies and he wanted to see his name on the big screen. And it's up there. It is. That is that's very special. Now, how do you, how has your life changed now from what it was before? Besides the burden of the, of the thought, the, the day-to-day activities, are you, you, you pretty much live life the same as you did, or have you changed your lifestyle any? Um, pretty much the same, but it has a different focus. Um, I am still not quite myself. I'll be honest about that. Um, I'm generally a pretty happy person, and <laughs> I try to be still, but it's it's kind of difficult. I just I don't have the, the motivation I had. It'll come back. I know it will, but um, just it, my my focus was always being uh, a parent, and I always focused on I not to be a downer or anything, but I always had money trouble, just paying for a tuition and. You know, just keeping things, not trouble, um, just the crunch, the pinch, and now I don't have the pinch. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just kind of, like, 
hmm, it's hard to explain. No, I understand. And also, your life was being a mom, and, and now you don't do that anymore, and you have this void. And I really, really and truly looked forward to seeing what became of him. I knew he was focused, and I knew he was going to, I knew he was going to succeed in something in that field. And I knew he was going to make it to California. I knew he was going to be happy doing what he was doing. I was anxious to see what happened. And I was anxious to have grandchildren one day. And I was anxious to see him as a grown man. You know what I mean? And it's just it, that stuff gets me down. So all I can do is promote him the way I'm promoting him. I understand that you walk to the billboard each day. You, you like to walk now. It gives you comfort. I would, I do. I would love to say it's each day, but it's not. I try to, but the weather has not been cooperative. Um, but yes, it's a, it's a nice walk. It's four miles. So every time you walk down, down, the, down that way, you have to walk right by the site. I do. I do. And um, people, people have asked me if that's terrible, and sometimes it is, but a lot of times I'm glad I can see it. Like, I know exactly... Well, the exact vicinity where it happened. I grew up here. I know exactly where it is. But it, everything's just so close to home. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But and you're working I'm on getting a sidewalk a on that stretch of the road? Yes, yes. What kind I'm of cooperation are you getting on that? Well, a senator is helping me out to get a, a, a bond bill. Good. So, one final, one final question. One more thing. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, I do this talk show a lot, and I hear people, and, and they have situations, and I ask them about forgiveness. And they all talk about, so many talk about how, well, you know, it's, it's important to forgive. And I tell them, you know what? I'm not sure I, I can, can. I'm not sure I want to. I'm just curious where you are on forgiveness at this point. I have no interest in it. Is that, do you, do you have people talk to you about it ever? Mm, yes. We know yes. I, and, um, I tell them, they say that it's so, it takes up so much energy to forgive, to not forgive, they say. And I say, maybe, maybe forgiveness is the lazy way. I, sometimes I wonder well, if that's well, not the case. I feel like I almost have a, a duty to use the energy to not forgive. It, it's a philosophical conversation. It's probably too too close to the event to have, but I'm I'm glad that you were honest about this oh, idea I'm of forgiveness. I'm completely honest about it. I don't really. Um, nothing can change it. I, I believe in forgiveness when you can fix it. Right. But this can't be fixed. So I know that you don't want to and talk it, about. Go ahead. Sorry. No, and it's just something, it was, it was, like I said, it was senseless, and driving away is deliberate, and uh, I can't forgive that. I can't forgive that part. The, I know you don't want to talk about the details, because the court's, the, the trial, mm -hmm. the court date's coming up, and all, and you'll have to deal with that. Do you think that you'll feel better when that happens, or is that going to be more difficult? Um, I think... I think it's definitely difficult. I've had a few episodes and it's difficult, but, um, and I think the most difficult part is it will never be satisfying to me. Well, it will never be satisfying because the system is so broken. 
I'll, 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 that's about all I can it's say. It's taking about a lot that, longer than it doesn't seem like a speedy trial, does it? Not to me. Okay. And it's not like you see on television, I'll tell you that. So there's one thing, folks, that you can do is you can jot right down now in your memo, in a piece of paper. You can jot down a reminder to yourself to at the very earliest opportunity to get registered to be an organ donor. It's registerme.org, correct? Yes. All right. And if you're in the area, exactly where is that billboard? If you're in the area, please look up. Where is it? Yes, it's at the corner of Granite. Hancock and Washington Street in Braintree, right near the registry. Susan Flint, all the very best to you, and thanks to John uh, Graham for bringing your situation to my attention, and uh, you know, yeah. all the very best in these extremely, extremely difficult times. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.